Hi, my name is David Christie. I'm with Orford Mining. I'm the President, CEO and Director. Uh, Orford Mining is focused on gold exploration in Quebec, uh, but we have a significant nickel focus as well. Uh, we have three project areas uh, and we'll walk through those. David, hi. Hey, Matthew. How's the conference going? Yeah, it's going well. Is it like well attended? I mean, what were you expecting to get out of it? Um, I expect to meet new people and uh, make some new contacts, and that's happening. So that's good. That's always a bonus. Always a bonus. How far is it from your project? Uh, from here, we could get to the Chateau project with a seven-hour drive. Right, a mere nothing. <laughs> What's that? Seven hour for a European. That's that's a that's a traumatic. That's like there. halfway across the continent. For you Europe. guys, it yeah. says nothing. Hey, well, look, um, let, let's let's get into the projects proper, okay? So um, let's deal with the kind of outlier, um, the uh, West Ragland with Wiley. Private companies are kind of hard to know what they're up to, but do you kind of get regular updates? They've approved this five million or nearly five yes. million budget. So we talk to them every quarter. We, right. we submit a report of what we've done and you know how much money we need for the next quarter. Mm. Uh, so that's the sort of the process. And um, so they go. We go through the budget with them. We go back and forth on things. They have a good, smart technical group as well as financial. Yeah. Uh, so they've been great. They're an excellent group. Uh, they're very forthcoming and uh, lots of advice and. Uh, and just remind me that the the the, approved, the budget that's been approved that's to do what and over what time frame? So that's uh, to do three thousand meters of diamond drilling, borehole down, uh, geophysics on every hole, um, and a few other things like prospecting and, and geology on some regions of the project that we haven't done much work yet. Right, and how much did they spend prior to that? About one point eight something last year, one point nine. Okay, so they got to the end of that process, thought, okay, there's something here, we'll allocate five million. And at the end of the three thousand meter drill program and what, however they assess it, they do what? What, what, what what's the next step up? Do they go big? Well I'd, I'd say the goal here is to discover some new sulfide lenses. Uh, and if you're familiar with what Raglan deposits, which is next door to us, yeah. has hundred and ninety lenses in twelve distinct zones. Uh, right now we have about uh, I think seven different zones and there's different lenses within those. Um, so we need to find more lenses to put enough tons together here. So if we discover some new new lenses, which we think we will, um, then we go back next year and we do more of the same. We drill more holes and uh, right. so yeah, I think they'd come back with more money to spend next year if we're, if we're successful doing what we, what we think we'll do this summer. Okay, and the, you're carried through to what, what point in that, all of this? Um, so they can earn up to 80% yeah. uh, by spending $25 million and completing a feasibility study. Now, right, okay. the feasibility study will cost them more than $25 million. So we're carried through until they finish that, whatever that is. Okay, uh, not, not a feasibility decision, it's delivery of a feasibility delivery study. Delivery of a feasibility okay. study. So. so that's pretty cool. So that has some real value to you if they keep going along that, that process. Yeah, the right? they go, the better. Yeah. Right. Let's park that up. So that's nickel parked up. Um, obviously, nickel market pretty good. Well, it's pretty a very high grade nickel project too. People got to remember, like this is this is probably one of the highest grade nickel projects in the world. You know, three point over three percent nickel, and over a percent copper, and three to four grams PG plus 0.06 percent cobalt. Right. So it's right. very valuable project. Yeah. Using their balance sheets is the right decision. Yeah, from that out for sure. Okay. Um, projects that you're you're focused on, right? So tough markets. What's the cash position? Let's start with that. At the end of March, we were at five million bucks. Right, and uh, what's your intention? Pardon me, sir? What's your intention to, uh, in, in terms of the spend of that or allocation of that? Capital? Well, we'll spend all of that by the end of the year. Uh, that's sort of the intention. Um, so we have a budget of over three and a half million dollars at Kigavik, mm -hmm. which is our key gold project, which sits just to the north of West Raglan mm -hmm. in the Nunavik region of Quebec. Um, so high-grade gold, multi-ounce assays across the whole 40-kilometer trend. Uh, this summer, we're focused on the Anik Boulder trend. 
and a number of other sort of high-grade boulder trends. We think we've just figured out where the source of those boulders is coming from. So right. we're going to do IP and, and drilling on those, uh, 3,000 meters on that project as well. Uh, so two pro two projects operating out of one camp, West Raglan and Kegebeck, with uh, two drills. Okay. Why I say, what's your intention? Because in a market like this, small companies with a certain amount of cash available, do you rethink things? Because you're not quite sure what the market's going to do or, or give you, right? Yeah, I don't think you can do that. Um, because if you do that, you'll fall apart and you, you, you won't be pursuing your goals anymore. So um, luckily, we have a, a partner in Alamos Gold. They're a 22.9% yeah. shareholder and they support us on every issue. Uh, and we have a number of other supportive shareholders as well. So uh, not that I want to do issues at our current share price, um, but if we need to, they're there to back us. Well, that's the point, right? Because, you know, you, not, not every company has that, right? So that's that's the difference. True, as long as they keep putting their hands in the pocket, right? But it, like, and the entire market's been hammered, so there's not sort of digging you out as a, as a statement of fact. As you, you know, highs are like, I think, nearly 30, down at 10 at the moment. You definitely don't want to be raising money at these rates. So no. expectation is what for this year in terms of right you'll spend the money as you currently plan to if things still aren't because we've had such diametrically opposed views on what the market's going to do somewhere like Joe Biden's got to spend his way th through the midterms uh, and by pumping money into the market um, we had some uh, Sprott uh, chap interviewed last night saying I can see this running till well into Q2 next year yeah very different sorts of environments to be doing what you're doing so yeah how, how will you put it going forward? Well, you know, luckily we can raise money with flow through, charity flow through especially. So there's a 75% delta on, on your current share price if you yeah. want to go do that. So that I can handle that kind of share price. Yeah. Raise. Uh, so we could do some of that. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely tricky right now. And I think I think you're right. The market's going to be extremely volatile. I said that in my talk yesterday. Uh, you're going to see uh, people getting whipsawed here with the gold price. It's not going to go down a lot, but it's not going to stay up. You know, it's going to flop around like a yo-yo. Um, nickel price, I think, will stay fairly solid. It's not going to go down, but uh, there's quite a bit of supply out there right now. Mm. And the market, you know, the electric vehicle market's not soaking all that up quite yet. Yeah. Um, but it will. Um, so I think, you know, $12 nickel to $14 nickel is probably where we're going to be here on, on a pound basis. Um, so I, I think, you know, with the nickel was as a backstop for us, you know, we put out some good nickel results. We have the potential of going, seeing a higher share price because of that. Yeah. The gold price. Yeah. It, it, that's a, that's but it's a funny one. Okay. So we're back to nickel. So let's stick with it for a second. Um, you carry through to the delivery of a feasibility study. Yep. So no cash requirement. So today's market cap of 15 million, you're going, well, not getting Fair value for no. the nickel, right? No. So, but that's because Wiley's got to go through a process. He's got to spend that twenty-five million bucks plus to to deliver that. And at some point, you'll that that value will come. But on what you're doing today, the bit that you're in yeah, control yeah. of, um, I'm sort of always intrigued by how investors think and value what you're doing because it's um, it's a very volatile market. You could, if you're a contrarian, you go great value. I'll have some of this company because it's as cheap as anything. I'm not going to get better. Than uh, this. I think, you know, drill success yeah. changes a lot of things. Um, so drill success on the nickel project or the gold projects will change a lot of investors' right. minds on where, where we're going. Right, but not gold price. Gold price, I don't think it's going to do much this year. So I don't think it's going to be the factor. But it's, it's, what, it's what we do. Right. 
But, do, but do, how, how much do junior explorers, certainly down, down at your end, rely on the gold price moving to kind of do a bit of a heavy, lift, heavy lifting for them? Well, we versus what you, you, do, you actually do? Because you're so far removed from benefiting from the gold price. Yeah, but it's still, we, we have a lot of beta, right? So if people see us making a discovery mm. and, and the gold price rises at the same time, that you get that extra beta kick. And, and it's, that's the beauty of the, the gold explorer market, right? So. Yeah, you know, when I was an analyst, there were some companies I used to mark, I used to chart all the betas of companies to see who had the best beta, and you'd buy them just before the seasonal demand kicked in, right? And and they'd fly up, you know, fifty percent, whereas the peers would be twenty percent, right? So, so what's the share register looking like now? You told us about one of one of the major shareholders, but in terms of that that makeup and the type of investor, because clearly the the risk averse are cash in hand, risk off. You know, sitting at home waiting to, for this thing to resolve itself. Yeah. So you've kind of got some long holders in there, presumably. When the market does start picking up, one of the things I said about you was you don't talk to the market much. You've got a good story, but you don't talk to the market much. What would you be saying to the market and what type of investors do you actually want on board? Well, you know, right now we have quite a mixed uh, group of investors. So we've got... Uh, I think we're at 30 something percent institutional and then there's a bunch of high net worth group and, and uh, our board owns quite a bit mm. and then a pile of retail and, and a lot of the retail is, you know, long holding retail. They're not going to be going anywhere. So, mm. and that's because I have been talking to the market more in the past uh, year. So I think you, you'll see that, you know, people are going to, are, are paying attention. Uh, we, we've had, you know, a couple of guys exit the story this winter because they, it was time for them to exit, but, right. um, so I think, you know, with, with drill success, I, I think is what we need to see. So um, if I was an investor in Orford watching from the sidelines, I'd be holding, waiting to see what we got out of the summer. Because okay. the summer will be key. Yeah, okay. So, and so let's, let's break down that timeline. So uh, the drilling has, has started or was? Yeah, we're mobilizing crews yesterday. So, okay, so it'll start right. in the next week or two. Right, okay. And that's 3,000 3, meters. Um, where precisely, and what, what are you going after? Is what I guess I'm trying. Well, to we're going after. You know, we have this Anik uh, 3.6 kilometer boulder train called Anik. Mm. Uh, grades up to 648 grams in this boulder train, right? So very high grade, um, and we think we found the source to that train. Mm. Um, so you can go back to the beginning here. Kigavik has not been explored by anyone besides us, so it, it's virgin territory. Mm. Um, so 29 weeks on the ground to date. And so very early days, but we think we've started to understand and put the puzzle together there. Uh, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of high grade gold, but it's, it's a puzzle, right? So we're, we're putting that puzzle together and we think we understand where some of that high grade gold is coming from. Okay. So we'll be drilling those this summer. We're going to do some IP geophysics and drill those. Um, we also are going back to a couple of targets we drilled before where we did hit some big thick intersections of gold. Um, but we think we know where the higher grade portion of it is now. So we're drilling, drilling some very specific targets in the interlake zone, in the zone and the IP lake zone. The attempt at all to kind of, because um, genius have to play them, play the market uh, in the sense that you need to put out releases to people, get people excited, but you also need to do proper work, right? You've got right, to get that exactly. balance, right? So you're talking about these high, high grade, I mean, it's ridiculously high grade, it, it, it seems. I think something like that, that attracts a certain type of investor, but maybe not for long if you don't continue to put out those stories. So, Well, I think that, and that's been the problem with our, our, our story, not not uh, dissemination or anything. It's just being that we work for two months and then we don't work for a year. Mm. You know, we work for two months, right? So it, it's it's the the seasonality of our work. You know, brings investors in about right now, mm. and then they leave in in December and, and wait yeah. till the next year, right? So 
that's why we have picked up other properties. Not that's not the only reason, but uh, that's one of the reasons we went looking yeah. for other things yeah. to do, right? So because that seasonality can kill you, right? So because you're trying to raise money in the winter. And, yeah. Uh, so, but that's that's what I wanted. I was going to say, what what are the defense mechanisms available to you? Obviously, picking up. Well, Jotel is our yeah. defense mechanism. So right. we picked up four properties there. Three of them we staked. One of them we did an option agreement to to get 100 percent. And uh, the Chatel Eagle project, we just finished drilling it. Mm -hmm. um, we went into an area on the Chatel Eagle property that this is right next to Ignico Eagle's original gold mine. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and I worked that area myself in the mid '80s, and um, not the specific property, but further to the west with Ignico. And we came back in there because we know nothing's happened here since 1993. Um, the only thing that's been happening recently is just to, to the north of us and to the east of us, where Maple Gold and Ignico Eagle have a joint venture. Yeah. Um, so we went in and we looked at it and. All the holes were fairly far apart. Um, they only sampled the shiny bits. They didn't sample the whole core. Uh, so we've gone back in this one zone called the South Gold Zone, which looked like it had some depth potential, some mm. strength potential, uh, and it had some good grades, you know, over six grams kind of thing. So we went in there and we drilled uh, three holes. We got uh, highest acid, 14 grams uh, over about a meter. Uh, and we uh, also hit some really thick intersections of a gram material. So yeah, 46, so. 46 meters of, of uh, 1.97 grams or 28 meters of 1.24 grams. So some really good stuff close to surface. Um, so if we can extend that zone to, you know, 600 meters, 700 meters of strike and get down to 300 meters, we've got a body there that's mineable. So, right. so that's the goal this coming winter. Uh, so we'll do some geophysics on that in the fall and we'll, we'll hopefully pepper it with a pile of holes in the winter. And you can work there all year round. We you? could, yeah. But right. we'll, because of our seasonality, we'll, we'll leave that for the winter. It's better in the winter because it's swampy. So it's, we'll try to keep, keep it to the winter. Okay. And so we can expect to see drill sites coming steadily through between now and the end of the year. Is that, yep. is that the idea? Well, you know, the one thing about drilling a nickel project is that, you know, you know as soon as you see your the core, you know whether you're in the massive sulfide zone. So we'll be able to talk about that through the summer. Mm. Uh, the gold project, uh, you know, unless we hit, you know, exactly the type of thing we, we saw at uh, Anik, we'll have to wait till the assays come out. Mm. Um, so between now and the uh, middle of October, we should see all the results come back, uh, assuming assay labs have caught up on themselves a bit. Right. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting because it seems a little bit more... Because I think with that Chattel, it, it feels a little bit more hit and hype in the, in the sense that two months of the year, we've got to find something meaningful to kind of carry us through for the next year. But with the sorts of grades we're seeing coming out, it, it kind of feels a little bit more rounded, a bit more around us. Yeah, and you know, it's it's you know next to a road, it's next to an old yeah. mine, it's it's you know it's it's close to infrastructure, it's yeah. you know a few hours north of Eldor, it's 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 a good good place to be. So how much how much money and how much time are you going to um, give to each of those projects? At some point, you, do you have to pick one. Well, it depends on the results. Uh, so I would say no. That's if we get good results at Kigovic, um, we can finance that. You know, yeah. good results bring financings. So I, I'll tell you after the summer's over. Okay, um, what, what, what I think I can do as far as balancing the projects out. But right now, Chattel doesn't cost much because it's yeah. way cheaper exploration. Yeah. So we spent six hundred thousand dollars there this this year, including option payments. Um, so that's that's doable. Okay. Um, and it, even if we go back with a bigger drill program next year, it's still not going to cost as much. You know, for a million dollars there, that's like three million dollars work up in Nunavik, right? So it's like a three to one thing. So right. Well, let come back and tell us all about it. Okay. Um, we'll seems do. to be heading the right way. Yeah. And uh, let's, let's hope Wiley knock it out of the park, eh? No, I hope I hope they do. Well, we're operating that project, so I hope we knock it out of the park. True.
even better using yeah. someone else's money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>